Hello, and welcome to another episode of Devilicious Delights. Viewer discretion is advised. Notes of my heart is near and dear to me. Some of the things I wrote were pulled from my life, while others were dramatized. I hope you enjoy, and now, Notes of My Heart, Chapter 2. Chapter 2, Resolutions, 11.59 p.m., December 31st, 2000. Lucky Duck Tavern. Five, four, three, two, one. Happy New Year. Everyone in the bar cheered, and the guy I just met kissed me. Well, on the lips. I didn't open my mouth, and I almost slapped him in his smug face. Who does that? Resolution number one. Do not let a man buy me anything. Frowning, I thought I heard my name, and I looked up. My face was on the screen. The overnight sensation, Marie, jazz aficionado, beamed for the photo. I rolled my eyes. But Chuck, the bartender, saw me and turned up the volume. She began her career in Atlanta, but now Miss Tay Hart is loved the world over. With such hits as Madness in the Moon, I Hate That I Miss You, and Who Could Forget When You're Gone. Tay Hart is forever in our hearts. Her rise to fame began with Kiss My Wave, produced by the legendary Diamond Debber when she was just 17 years old. Everyone is hoping for the upcoming tour to go International soon after the U.S. tour. Requests have been coming in from South Korea and the U.K. We've been told that from the official Heart Fan Club. In other news, I ain't never met a celebrity as fine as you. Shoot, girl, it's a lucky night. I eyed the guy on the stool next to me. His name was Hakeem. He was an artist, painter. Since we had that in common, we talked about our style. He used acrylic, and I paint with oil. He asked to see my work, which was all at my home. He tempted me to roll my eyes because he squirmed my way knowing my name. Just another perk of being a celebrity. Various others constantly warned that men wanted to share the limelight and would swarm around me like snakes, trying to get their hands deep into my pockets. Oh, goody. Another Devon. Hakeem did all the talking, and I peppered in some mm-hmms, but I really wanted to get away. His dragon breath upset my stomach. My eyes skimmed the crowd, so many drunken faces, loud, roaring individuals, watching the red-headed lady drunkenly sing Moni Moni by Billy Idol, a classic. Yep, it was time to go. My friends... And backup singers Jesse, Kiki, and Annalise urged me to come out tonight, but I politely refused. Even still, I tried staying away, but I gave up. Besides, there was only one man I wanted to see tonight. Unfortunately, that man had a girlfriend. Lucky me. 
Like a hawk zeroing in on a mouse a hundred feet in the air, my eyes were drawn to him. With his messily styled auburn hair, icy blue eyes, and sexy five o'clock shadow, he made all my body tingle. Mikey. Michael Nathaniel Prince was my best friend and worst enemy. Though we'd grown up together, there had always been this sexual chemistry between us. The truth was, I loved him, wholly and deeply. I had never told him. This, of course, was because I feared what his rejection would do to me. I just know when we had our intimate moments, I craved him so. Tay, you ain't never told me. You got a man. Reluctantly, my attention was once again dragged back to dragon breath. The man wasn't cute. He was slim with thick lips, which reminded me of my brother. He looked like an idiot in two-tone bib overalls, a graphic tee from the Super Mario games, and a backward snapback. It was so comical I chuckled. Totally oblivious or totally smashed, his lips curled into a lazy smile. What you laughing at, beautiful? I don't need a man. I have a career. I downed my shot of tequila. Don't you get lonely? You need a man to come home to. I bet you a wildcat man. I raised my brow at him. I don't need anything. He placed his hand on my bare arm and started to rub my shoulder. His touch made me recoil. I frowned at him. Then I grabbed his hand and dropped it. You know what? Thanks, but no thanks. I stood. Have a good night. He reached out like a cobra strike, grabbing my wrist. You wanted them selfish, bitches. A nigga buy you drinks, and when it's time to pay up, you turn into an ice queen. Look, you didn't buy me drinks. You bought me a shot, which I could have bought myself. If you think a woman needs to pay up for anything other than a high five, you're delusional. Let me go. A familiar voice carried over the dull roar of the audience. Hey, pal. Let go of the lady. Hakeem and I looked behind me. Mikey stood there, pink lips tight, his darker red brows creased. The bars overhead lighting bounced off his face. He narrowed his eyes at Hakeem. The oblivious man scoffed while releasing me. Oh yeah? You gonna make me, white boy? Mikey strode our way until it towered over the fool. Don't you know how to treat a beautiful woman? Obviously, the lady is spoken for, and if you touch her again, I'm going to knock your teeth out. Mikey folded his toned arms. Obviously, the woman isn't all that spoken for if she's at her bar alone. I knew what was coming. Mikey was going to kill this dude. Mikey, come on. I put my hand on his shoulder. Come on, Mikey. Drive me home. Hakeem stood, but Mikey laid a stiff hand on his shoulder and forced him back down. I put my hand on his back and rubbed it. Mikey turned to me. It's okay. Let's just go. We both turned and he grabbed my hand again. Her music's garbage and she can't sing. Hakeem yelled, standing up again. Mikey stopped dead in his tracks and turned. Mikey, no. Mikey strode to him and ducked him in the face. Hakeem collapsed to the floor like a Jenga structure. Mikey's chest rose and fell in quick succession as he breathed hard. Good job, Nat. The bartender yelled 
over the dead of the room. Like he pulled out a 50, handing it to the man. Nighty, Chuck said, grinning. I smiled, and Maggie grabbed my hand again, leading me outside. He marched to my car. Once I got in, he slammed the door. Then he got inside and started the car. All the while, his face was a mask of rage. Mikey, are you okay? He stayed quiet like he was concentrating on the road. I can't stand when men touch you in front of me. I know that sounds possessive, but... Well, it's everything you've been through, he whispered. I know what you're trying to say, but you have to stop fighting. The press would love that. He exhaled. I know. Where are we going? Dancing? No. It's too late. I thought you weren't interested in coming out. I wasn't, but at the last minute I did. I sighed at him. Then I closed my eyes. It was because of you, Mikey. I wanted to see you. I was quiet, chasing away my naughty thoughts of Mikey. I felt that warming between my thighs. Like he could sense it, Mikey put his hand on my exposed one. I hiccuped. Do you want me to drive you home? If I wanted to go home, I'd be there. It took 45 minutes to get to my house. I lived in the mountains near Lake Tahoe. It was like a different world. He pulled up to my gate and keyed in the code. The gate slid away. I say house, but it's a mansion. And it had five bedrooms and six baths. I got it last year. Before I stayed in L.A. in a quaint house. But after the incident, I moved somewhere where I can be secure. Even though Mikey insisted I get a bodyguard, I refused. I know I should listen to him, but I need some part of my life to remain the same. Mikey lived in a family-style home not too far from me. I didn't go there. No need to run into his girlfriend, Isabella, the bratty model, an all-around bitch, who talked shit behind Mikey's back. Mikey pulled up to the three-car garage and waited, trying to focus my eyes. I glanced at him with a smile. You want to come in? A sinful glaze was in his eyes. Yes. We entered and Mikey headed to the kitchen. I shed my white Jimmy Choo's at the door. I paired it with a fancy white Chiara Bon La Petite robe dress. I padded up the stairs to the master bedroom. Its color scheme was shades of blue. Since meeting Mikey, it had become my favorite color. I loved my hot house, king-size, white oval-shaped bed, and I wanted to indulge myself. The hardwood floor was dark, mahogany, and shiny. Behind my mammoth bed was a fireplace. I floated into the bathroom and flipped on the lights, giggling to myself. This room bared shades of cream. A famous interior designer decorated my whole house. I stumbled about disrobing and grabbed one of the crumpled nightgowns on the floor. It was see-through with a deep V in the front and a tie above the breast. I passed the wall-length mirror and patted my long blonde braids. It was low maintenance for the tour. I frowned. The blonde made me look different, like I was somebody else. But of course I was. Tay Hart, professional singer. Tay Hart, celebrity. 
I could do without the publicity, paparazzi, and gossip. Everything else was easy. Sighing, I styled my hair into a high, messy bun and turned off the light. I wanted to meet Mikey in the kitchen and talk. He seemed down today. When I got to my bed, I froze. Mikey sat there gazing at me. A grilled cheese sandwich, a ripe tomato, and a tall glass of milk was sitting next to him. He'd even brought up the seasonal. I wanted to make sure you're okay, he whispered. I scratched my neck and fidgeted with my nightgown. Mikey never came to my bedroom. Yes, we were friends, but we weren't that friendly. I mean, we were, but he'd never been here. I cast a quick glance to make sure nothing showed that could embarrass me. Are you going home? Mikey stood, walked over to me and grabbed my wrist, pulling me close to him. I slowly dragged my eyes to meet his gaze. I swallowed. His fingertips traced my clavicle. When he lifted his eyes to meet mine, they traveled up the fabric of my nightgown to my breast when he untied the top. I inhaled. He tilted his head at me and whispered, My sweet, sweet Tay. Though Mikey and I usually yelled at each other, he was always hands-on. I mean, sure, I had a lot of buttons, and he pressed all of them. But of the few men I had ever met, he got the closest. And I always allowed it. I couldn't help it. Some part of me didn't want it to stop. I knew what it was, yet I denied the word. The word was what I always wanted from every adult I met and from Mikey. I took a step to go around him, but he caught my wrist again. What are you doing, Michael? Tamari, you are so beautiful. We matched steps. He took one forward. I stepped back. I ended up flush against the bathroom door. He placed his hands on either side of my head. What are you doing? I whispered. Because the desire burned in his eyes, he wanted me. And deep down inside, I wanted him too. He smirked like he knew. Do you want me, Tay? Do you remember our times together? Do you want that again? My brain screamed no, but my body screamed yes. Ever since he'd been my first, my body yielded to his every impulse. My brain, the passenger. I didn't give you New Year's Day kiss. A shiver ran through me while I stared at his lips and he stared at mine. You're drunk. I ducked under his left arm. He caught me again. Let me go, Mikey. Pushing me back up against the door, he leaned down, and my chest heaved. He kissed the base of my neck. I pushed him back. Stop this, Michael. You have a girlfriend. Go home. I don't want to go home. I want to stay here with you. His voice deepened. I bit my bottom lip. He reached out to caress my cheek. It was crazy how my body responded. Tay Marie, my sweet Tay. Stop. What are you doing? He bent his head, about to kiss me when a knock on the door broke the spell. I say knock, but it was more like pounding. Who the hell is at my house this time of night? How many people have the code to get in? Mikey's head snapped to the bedroom door, then back at me. Are you expecting anyone? No. 
Without a word, he stalked away and headed downstairs. I exhaled. I was Eve. Mikey was the serpent, and his body was the fruit. As teenagers, he was a know-it-all and arrogant, but he could also be kind and considerate. I wanted his attention, and he wanted mine. I closed my eyes. That's when the shouting began. Oh, God, Mikey. Though my blonde-handed stalker was locked in a mental institution, I continued to receive hate mail. My mind screamed at me to protect Mikey. Harm to him over something senseless was all too real in the celebrity world. Though the voices became clearer, I paused mid-step. One voice was Mikey's, and the other was Davon. Resolution 2. I will not date cheaters. Rolling my eyes, I descended the stairs. What the hell are you doing here, white boy? Davon bellowed. Tamarie, get your fine ass down here. I could ask you the same. Tay is busy. Leave. Mikey's tone left no room for argument. Now I know good and goddamn well you're not fucking another man's woman, white boy. No, you're not her man. You were never her man. She's with me now. So you think you're the king, huh? We'll see. Tay, you hear your man calling for you? Get down here. You have one last chance to leave with all your teeth intact. I walked into the foyer where the men stood eyeing each other. I shook my head at the sorry excuse for a man named Davon. Davon Esty was six feet tall with short, black, cropped hair and a perfect trim mustache. It was my pleasure to watch him clog my sink when he clipped it. Also, he doused himself in Old Spice. Now I hated the sight of it. I preferred Mikey's Obsession for Men by Calvin Klein. I loved the vanilla and spice scent of it. Tay, break Opie's heart and tell him who King Daddy is. I don't like competition. Tell old boy who's the king of this castle. I'd had it up to here with this pompous ass. Time to hit him in the ego. He said it. Please leave. I was busy. Busy doing what? Isn't it obvious? Mikey grinned behind Davon. The expression when he glanced at Mikey's and then my face was priceless. So you sleeping with the white chump to get back at me? I smirked and sauntered to Mikey. My hand rested on the back of his head to pull him into a tongue kiss. Mikey was all too eager. His free hand slid down my butt and he squeezed. I pulled away, desiring him even more. After eyeing him, he gave a look that said he felt the same. I giggled. Davon looked utterly defeated. Goodbye, D. I caught Mikey's eye and the come here finger with a breathy, come on, lover. Mikey cleared his throat and slammed the door in Davon's face. So tell me, did it tickle your fancy? Are you itching for more? Well, visit me on Patreon at www.patreon.com forward slash Janae writes it for more twists, turns, and giveaways. Hmm. I can also be reached at Janae, the writer, at yahoo.com and the schedule is as follows. Tuesdays, Notes of My Heart. Fridays, The Lady of Death. I hope I can count on seeing you there. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.